0: is
1: the bloody
2: disgusting podcast network prepare yourself for the most frightening experience of your life boils and ghouls lock your doors and strap yourselves in from los angeles california bloody disgusting
1: presents the boo crew podcast horror news commentary reviews interviews and more with your hosts lauren and trevor shand
3: Hey, I'm Trevor, and on behalf of myself, Lauren, and Leo, welcome to the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 253. This time around, you're joined by two incredibly amazing and talented storytellers, Rosa Salazar and Catherine Keener. At time of release, their extraordinary limited series, Brand New Cherry Flavor, is available exclusively on Netflix now. It is a mind-bending, occult-laced journey into Hollywood of the 90s, They got zombies, witchcraft, body horror, vomit, and gore. A truly unique experience that you are not ever going to forget. If you've already binged it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And hopefully some of your questions about the making of this masterpiece will be answered in the next little while here learn the behind-the-scenes magic of puking up kittens, crawl into Barrow's lair, the intense physicality that went into creating this story, the music, the memories, unraveling the message, and so much more. It's time to get weird!
4: Do you know the name Lou Burke? He's a producer, wins Oscars and shit. He wants to meet with me. So you liked my movie?
0: truth is I've been looking to take more chances. Maybe you're the chance I've been looking to take.
4: You said you could hurt someone for me.
5: What did he do to
0: you? This world is predators and prey. He took the only
5: thing I care about. Say what you want.
4: I want to set
5: his life on This binding ritual opens you up, makes you receptive to the spirits. I'm seeing nightmare shit.
1: Did you ever do a curse on someone?
5: We don't really do this enough, family.
3: So has the curse gone?
5: It's a work in progress. <laughs>
1: Go ahead, scream. That's all we need. Another victim crawls onto the gurney for a Boo Crew autopsy.
3: Joining Bloody Disgusting's Boo Crew via the Speakeasy studio is quite simply cinematic royalty to the highest degree. She is a writer, director, and producer whose early work was with the iconic web comedy series College Humor before roles in Law & Order in a show that was instrumental in the history of original televised frights in the 16-time Emmy-winning American Horror Story appearing in arguably the best season, Murder House. Then came the Critics' Choice winning Parenthood, Feature Film roles and Chips, Maze Runner, Divergent, the five-time award-winning Bird Box, and so much more. In under 10 short years, she's built an inspiring career of ultimately inspiring projects. Everything she does, bold, brave, and inventive. Whether it's her voice work in the Emmy-winning Big Mouth, bringing the impossible world of Alita Battle Angel to life, or Robert Rodriguez, or Amazon's game-changing experiment with rotoscope technology in Undone. She is the wonderful Rosa Salazar also here with us an absolute icon from johnny suede to living in oblivion steven soderbergh's out of sight joel schumacher's eight Millimeters*, spike jones being john malkovich which earned her an oscar nomination yet another oscar nomination for her work in capote The six-time Oscar-nominated Captain Phillips, she has brought to life both one of the funniest films ever made in The 40-Year-Old Virgin to one of the most impactful horror films in history with her unforgettable portrayal of Missy in Jordan Peele's Oscar-winning Get Out, crafting cinematic moments that are now embedded into culture itself. She is Catherine Keener. Perhaps the very essence that these two share is that they look for a home in storytellers pushing the medium to the edge. And it's a thrill to take that journey with both of them as an audience member, as every turn they seem to make is informed by the spirit of adventure and doing something that leaves an indelible mark. Their new experience is a limited series for Netflix available to binge now called Brand New Cherry Flavor. Rosa plays Lisa Nova, an aspiring filmmaker who travels to 1990s LA to make her dreams come true and quickly tumbles into a twisted, occult-laced revenge story that unfolds like a gory and chaotic lucid dream that has become the show everyone is binging. Once again, the stars of Brand New Cherry Flavor, Rosa Salazar and Catherine Keener. Yeah. Woo!
1: Yeah.
5: Happy Christmas. Oh <laughs> Holy! Thank you so much. Listen, guys. <laughs> you guys
3: have hooked us in with this one. Yes. Excuse the language, but bra fucking vo. We are so excited <laughs> to speak with you both. Thank you so much for taking the yeah. time. So, yeah, this is what everyone is daring everybody to watch. It's become an event and i want to know what you both think made netflix give such an unconventional story a chance and who the advocates were who realized just how special this is
4: listen i really have to throw it up to netflix like well done netflix for taking a chance like this i'm so proud of them i mean this is the (laughs) same this lives on the same platform as like queen's gambit like what universe is this you know what i mean so big props to netflix for taking a huge swing and letting us play and letting us get weird that that's what we wanted we wanted to make a show that reaches through the screen and smacks the phone out of your hand and goes hey (laughs) we're making art over here you're gonna watch this one
5: So, yeah, I just think that obviously there are some really fucked up people over it
3: now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for this next one, I mean, you've both done such monumental work in the genre space. What are some of the horror films that crept into your subconscious toolbox, as it were, as creators, the early horror films you saw as children that impacted you the most?
4: You're talking horror um, I, I like L'Interior. I like Inside. Uh, have you seen, have, have you seen?
1: Yes, <laughs> You yeah. make it all
4: the way through. I love that movie. My parents let me watch whatever the hell I wanted to watch. So there was no rating system. Um, I watched Child's Play when I was, you know, a young girl. And that scared me to my core. So, which, by the way, Nick Antosca is working on Child's Play, the series. So I think they just wrapped but child play was very informative for me cronenberg is i mean every time we get that comparison i get a major boner because i love cronenberg the brood is is oh my god like it informed me so much obviously the ring obviously rosemary's baby i'm a huge horror nerd so. the
5: andalusian
3: dog of course was amazing you know,
4: we could talk this all day
3: Catherine, we'll go back to you. Tell us about building borrow and how fun it was to play off the fact that she's got so many secrets that slowly peel off her throughout the series. I think it's one of the most fun things about it that propels that binge watching because the unveiling is so like intellectually seductive. It's fascinating to watch you chew on this character.
5: Oh my gosh. Thank you. I guess. No, thank you very much. Listen, it was a great part I had no idea what the hell I was doing ever. But um, when I would see Rosa laugh at something, I'd be like, okay, I'll do that. because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> She's got a really good sense of humor and she suffers no fools. Mm-hmm. as you probably could tell. And um, I trust her a lot. And Lenore and Nick would fill me in on backstory when I got confused because it was very hard to follow. I, I thought... You know what who is the, what is she what i don't know i was just fucking Boro at the end it was like just some borrow man who kind of the world was wide open, That's was wide open. on with that? that i'm borrow how are you doing today i'm Boro, baby <laughs>
3: <laughs> and there are rosa there's so many spectacular right. moments between Boro and lisa obviously what was the first scene that you guys got to film together the two of you
4: I, th- I think our first scene together was uh, the first kitten. Was it not?
3: Really?
5: Oh, that's right. Because I had to. Those guys were insane with that. Th- those kittens. I have to say, I mean, they, just it was a dance. I, they would follow my movements with it. And I, it was, I grew to love them. I really did. They were like little tiny babies, that There's I...
4: animatronic kittens. There's also uh, silicone kittens. Uh, you know, so we would do a scene. You know, like t- tell me what you want. I said, "I was life on fire." Pause. They would come. They would shove this collapsible, uh, you know, practical kitten into my mouth. A lot of KY jelly was in my mouth for months and months. Everything tasted like KY. They said, "Okay, pause. They'd shove a kitten in my mouth and then I would throw it up. Uh, So and then what would come out was was these puppets. So I would throw up the kitten. They would take that one away. They would come in with an animatronic kitten. The puppeteer would sort of move it around. And there were all these rods and strings happening. Yeah. And then Catherine would get to
5: act with these (laughs) these little puppets. Yeah, but I really did. I mean, I love animals and uh, (laughs) and these these were uh, they were they were very these guys were uh, brilliant. Really, they were absolutely reliable, which is a very valuable thing to have in a in a in a movie and especially one like this. Yeah, doing horror, you got to have
4: top notch visual effects, practical effects.
5: People there that know what they're doing. We had that piece And our cinematographer, our cinematographer oh was. God. She's, she's so she younger. is yeah she is a real artist and was meticulous. Oh already. yeah,
3: the visual language of the film, the camera tricks and different movements are just spellbinding.
2: The Boo Crew will be right back. Prepare yourself for the most frightening experience of your life. They came from within. A motion picture that takes you beyond your wildest nightmares. They came from within. What are they? Raging demons that must be exorcised? Bloodthirsty creatures that must be killed? Or incarnations of absolute evil? They possess men, women, and children, and drive them to acts of unbelievable horror. No one is safe from them. No power on earth can stop them. The only escape is death. Ah! They came from within. If this picture doesn't make you scream and squirm, you'd better see a psychiatrist. Quick. They came from within. Rated R. Under 17 not admitted without parent.
1: Yeah, Catherine, your comedic timing is so spot on and great on the series. Uh, the scenes that stood out to me were the like the spaghetti family dinner scene, or just about <laughs> any scene with
5: Rosa. Really, uh, I, I'd love to know what was your favorite scene in the series. Well, anything with Rosa. I mean, I had a lot with with Rosa, but um, tell me, Rosa, what was our favorite kind of freaking thing that we did?
4: Anytime we were together, it was so lovely. But there, there was. Uh... You know, when when I'm laying on you on the chair and I'm in your purple robe, <laughs> that was a really nice day for us. That,
5: that was a, our clute moment. Yes. That was so cool.
4: <laughs> I just got to lay because it's really our relationship in real life is like when I go over to Catherine's house, you know, she makes me a bagel and then I go and I just lay on her and uh, and she brings me back to life. Oh, so but That's there's so many between us. I mean,
5: especially in the pet store, that was really funny. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, with you. That was really funny. Uh, no, the pet store was incredible with the fish. Anytime I was, you know, just mixing tadpoles and, I, you know, the four egg thing. That was the uh, four. We couldn't get that right, and it was because we they were they were supposed to have a double yolk egg, and just kept. I mean, it was just like any time we did anything that was concocting or furthering the curse uh, was hilarious to us. Right. Rosa, throughout the series,
1: all these wonderful delectable dishes that Boro prepared for you, I'd like to know what were you
4: actually eating? Uh, I'd like to know, too. I have no idea what I was
3: eating. Oh I
4: think it was. Uh, I think at one point they said jackfruit. It, I was eating jackfruit because no person can eat that amount of um, guinea pig or chicken or whatever. But at a certain point, yeah, I think I was just like made out of jackfruit.
5: <laughs> it really jackfruit. depended, I think, on on what the prop property person felt about us on that particular day
3: (laughs) (laughs) one thing i also love is the 90s music and how the creators let some of these fantastic songs like elevate and polarize the events i've never heard primus use this score before the use of tomorrow wendy eternal flame what do you think it was about the 90s that gave the story like this great world to play in Truly. That's so true, man.
4: Well, Catherine always talks about how there was this sense of abandon in the, in the nineties and uh, everyone was pushing these boundaries and art was becoming, you know, uh, different, exciting and, and people, but there was it's pre-internet. So people were still like going outside and being creative. And now as Catherine puts it, like there's a sense of abandonment. And it's just like, we've lost that sense. And I, I think that, that's why the nineties are back with such a, a vengeance in terms of fashion, in terms of art, in terms of the things that we're watching. Like we're, we're re experiencing it because there was a sense of um, abandon there.
5: There was a sense of excitement. Yeah. There. It's interesting that you you said with a vengeance because the, you know, vengeance is such a theme in this story. And maybe we are avenging what we lost in the last definitely five years, but, you know, with the onset of war and everything else, and it's just become so sort of boxed in. And, um, you know, I think that everybody's sort of done with it. That's why all of these flare-ups, they think that that they've been told too much. But, you know, it's our job to go, do your thing, man. Do your art with purpose. Think about the collective. Because we all are part of this and the earth, which I also think that uh, this 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 series has a lot to do with nature, the natural world and, um, you know, get your shit together,
3: but do your art. Catherine, tell us about the set design, another fantastic element. What was the magic behind the illusion of Barrow's lair? the greek columned mansion where is that building did they construct that the garden beside it how was that made
5: that was insane i've never seen a set like that i mean that was when people in you know interior watering all these trees to make them listen before we shoot they did construct that that was a stage Whoa. The exterior was a home, a house, but the interior was a stage. Everything was practical. You could move it anywhere. Celiana, who is the DP, just controlled the narrative of the, of this, of the visual, which told so much. And, um, you know, they asked me initially, would you mind being barefoot in Boros, you know, domain? And I said, no, not at all, which led me to go to um, the nail person and say, hey, can you put these things on my feet, on my toenails too? Which they didn't know. And then I showed up barefoot and it was like, (laughs) ooh.
1: Yeah, Russia, your character en- endures uh, so much horror that kicks off with casting couch offer, then it escalates to body horror and fights and blood and injuries. In terms of these effects, what was the most challenging uh, scene to film?
5: Hmm, it was, was brutal the- on her, I have to say. Shit. It was brutal.
4: Was it? Uh, it really was. Yeah, it was brutal. Um, let's see, what was the most into- Well. I do get the shit kicked out of me by one of the, one of the goons that Lou rehires to, to kill me. Uh, that was, that was, that was a tough one. Um, I helped choreograph that because obviously I like to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I like to kick ass. Uh, and I was like, you know, really go for it guys. Like really smash me, really do. And uh, much to my chagrin, <laughs> and they did so that one was that one was quite brutal. I really did get uh, thrown into the wall and uh, dragged across the carpet. And but he was very gentle, but I kept wanting him to push it harder and harder and harder. But also Lou attacking me was really that over the car. That was really emotionally challenging. Mm-hmm. to do. And also he was wearing a ring that day. And I told him to go really hard. And Eric Lang is such a devoted actor. And hes I didn't have to tell him twice. I'll just put it that way. I was just like, go all the way, man. He's like, okay. (laughs) And he was wearing a ring that day and he gave me a big whack. And I just felt that ring. And, you know, for an actor, you're like, you're like, as a person, you're like, ow. But as an actor, you're like, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh my God. <gosh. laughs> like, grateful. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> grateful
4: for the abuse. Yeah. Wow,
3: guys. the yeah. things you guys do. That's insane. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. they're very
5: generous with each other. Even if that, I mean, that we will do things for each other that aren't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of course. And saying, it's so emotion- Sometimes the emotional abuse or the emotional um, assault or what you have to go through is. Even uh, it, can, it can hurt you in, inside. It can, you can feel it more than the physicals, just merely the physical stuff. When we did the, where I break, re-break her oh, yeah. ankle and then revive her, that was really intense. I mean, it that was such an intense day. Yeah, because we, it was, you know, bringing her back to life. I needed her as my vessel. I couldn't let her die. So it was such a freaking you know such a, a selfish thing to do but but it was more than that because i love her
3: well i'm telling you you can feel it as an audience member and this is what makes yeah. this show so special La- last question so there's black magic zombies eye torture what would you be excited to explore in a possible season two which i hope we get you cannot leave us hanging
5: Oh, my God.
4: More orifices, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Anatomy is wide open, man.
3: <laughs> More body horror. We love it. And I know you Is there any rumors about a season two? Have you heard anything yet? You're starting one right now. All right. <laughs> okay. Zion and Nick and Tosca because
5: yeah. they're the masterminds behind all this. And of course the aforementioned Netflix people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Netflix.
3: Thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure yes. and delight. We love you both we love Thank you guys so much that was the boo crew podcast episode 253 special thanks to our guests katherine keener and rosa salazar the time of release their limited series brand new cherry flavors available exclusively on netflix now production tracks provided by Powerman 5000 till next time it is the boo crew saying sweet screams
1: thanks for listening to another episode of the boo crew podcast haunt the boo crew at tales from the boo crew.com from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Tales from the Boo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the bloody disgusting podcast network.
2: Bye.